Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. We talk about two artists whose names sound similar. The music sounds very different. Thought you were gonna introduce the title of this week's episode. This week it's Sir Makes a Lot of Linea. Yeah. I was waiting until we got done with the, the Apache. What's up? Yeah. What's up? I am Jared. I am Dax. I am Caleb. This is Tyler. Sir Mix a lot of linea. Mm. Sir Mix a lot. Famous hip hop star known for known for one song. Known for Baby Got Back. He's got more than that. He does it. Oh, he does, and we're going to discuss all the things. But it's no. Just because you're known for something doesn't not mean you're not known for other things. That's That's true. He's mostly known for that thing these days. Yeah. So, and then Lotalinia, who's known for Uh, basically nothing. Nothing. Well, she's known for things. Who knows? There's a contest named after her. There are stuff. She's respected. She's Mm -hmm. respected, but mostly mostly not known average people probably wouldn't have any idea no no people <laughs> people aren't like searching the airwaves for their lot of linear podcasts yeah, average so. people wouldn't most people wouldn't so this episode i want to point out it, it, it was well it was picked by me uh but caleb and i were sitting in the car listening to sir mix a lot yes and he said man i just want to talk about sir mix a lot sometime and this just popped into my head because yep. of course I would know who Lada Linie is. Of course oh, you do. Terrible. And here we you are. You know what year she was born? Was it twenty eight? No, no eighteen ninety eight. Eighteen ninety eight. It's a while ago. She's un- she's un- relevant. Unforgivable. <laughs> she's relevant. You know? I like that. The I music like... that she makes is relevant to the times. I get not really. But let's start with Sir Mix a lot. Okay. All right. Uh Mr. Sir Mix a lot, who had his debut album in nineteen. 88. Is that Swass? Swass, mm-hmm. which is uh, an inside joke, meaning, uh, well, it was just, it had no meaning at first, the word Swass, S-W-A-S-S. Mm-hmm. And then they decided that we should have a meaning for it. And mm. so they decided it meant some wild ass silly shit. Mm. I thought it was short for swastika. No, and it's not. Wow. Unfortunately not. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh boy. As, as we really all know, Sir Mix a lot, a uh, vehement Nazi. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No. oh, no, he's not. So, Swass, the song, is known. You don't know you know it, but you know it. Go ahead and play the song Swass. You got it. Thank you. And I'm Swass. Don't you wish your boyfriend was Swass like me? Swass. Don't you wish your boyfriend was Swass like me? Holly G, huh? Yeah. That sounded that sounded kind of familiar. What was that? You know it. What? Don't you? Don't you? Pussycat dolls. <laughs> yeah. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was a freak like me? Don't you? I have two questions following that mm-hmm. that song right there. First one is, would you rather have a girlfriend who is a freak like her, or would you rather have a boyfriend who was swast like Sir Mix-a-Lot? This is a BuzzFeed quiz that I fell upon recently, by the way. Oh, my. Oh, boy. I'd rather the pussycat doll thing, I think. You'd, You'd rather have a freak would. like her? I believe so, yes. This isn't a, you know, this is a hypothetical. It doesn't have to represent, you know, your true preferences. Sexual preferences, yeah. Tyler. I do like I just some, wanted you to know you can choose Sir Mix a lot and I not like, feel bad. I do like some wild ass silly shit though. That's right. for I thought sure. you might. Right. That's, That's why I asked. Sure. Oh my. That's Second. why I would choose Sir Mix a lot. Mm. He's not I don't think he well, he is swass. And when I think about that, I think I now want to change. Yeah? Yeah. I'm gonna go with Jared. Okay. I'm with Jared. I think I think I have to be there too. Yeah. Yeah. So here's yeah. a pop quiz for you. I had a second question before we move on from Pussycat Dolls. Oh, we're not moving on. It's oh, relevant. okay. Go ahead, please. Who produced that song? If you had to guess, Sir Mix a Lot. No. Oh, it sounds. It wasn't Busta Rhymes. It was not Busta, but he's on there. Right. Good man. It sounds like a Timbaland song, uh-huh. a little bit, based on some of the you know the beats in the back and such. Mm-hmm. It was CeeLo Green. Really? In 2004. That makes sense, though. Uh, I could see it. 
Of course, CeeLo cool. Green would be familiar with a Sir Mix-a-Lot debut album. Oh, he would Seems know. likely. Well, a producer's not a writer. Yeah. Was that an actual like, sample, or did they just kind of like, insulate it? I don't, like, think, I don't think you can sample something that you're singing like that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. that. Did he get a writing credit for that? Probably. You'd have to. Yeah. Okay. You have, have to. So. You wouldn't have to. How, how is well, it? Well, then he would sue them, that's and true. then he would have to. <laughs> yeah. How, they would. how is it that the popularity of the Pussycat Dolls did not translate into any of them becoming popular artists outside people, of it? People like Nicole Scherzinger. Do they? Some people. She's a she's a judge. She's a judge on something. What's her name? Nicole Scherzinger. That just doesn't sound like a pop name. No. 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 Don't you wish it's your all kind name of was pop like me? Exactly. Don't you wish yeah, my music a... was relevant still? Don't They'll come back. I have no, a feeling they're gonna so. they're gonna announce know. a reunion tour. They're gonna be Nelly, a one show, and then they'll bring Nelly Furtado with them. <laughs> if you Google Pussycat Dolls, they're back. Google members say that, Google says that Carmen Electra is a member of Pussycat Dolls. Do they? Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, we know it's a lie. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar with any of those people outside of there, really. But it's like weird. It's just like different Spice Girls, man. It really is. It's I, just weird. I feel like the Pussycat Dolls would come back if Nicki Minaj remixed one of their songs. I could see that, maybe. Speaking of Nicki Minaj remixing someone's songs and female artists taking clips from a Sir, Sir Mix-a-Lot song, my anaconda don't want none. <laughs> what are you waiting so long? <laughs> I like God. That was horrible. He was someone waiting might, for anticipation. Yeah. You didn't feel the anticipation of what was coming? He thought someone might fit. Your anaconda wouldn't want wouldn't have wanted none. Patient. Had it not been for that bun, hun. Yeah. But yeah. Can we talk about how bad is is the anaconda song? It? No, it's their mix a lot songs. Oh, uh, they're just, just not good. In general. I think they're all right. I, no, I listening to some of his stuff, I think he's actually a better rapper than what he's given credit for. I don't think so. I think he's the lamest rapper. He's goofy, and I think that's the point of it. I think he's trying to be goofy. He is pretty know. goofy. He it's interesting that he employs the style of hip hop that was prominent like five years. I mean, he continued to do that like kind of boom bap style of hip hop like five years past its like date. Like, because yeah. like Baby Got Back is a 93 song. 92. Is that correct? Or 92? 92. You would have expected like that style of production on like something in the 80s, not in the 90s, really, when you think about it. And he continued to use that style because at that point it was kind of hokey almost to use that style when in that same like vein of time you have like Wu-Tang Clan and like N.W.A. Like that was the prominent style of hip hop. And he was doing something that was like, and this is kind of older. He also had around that same time and a little bit after, I suppose, we had Vanilla Ice, you had MC Hammer. Right. You also had in that same time period, you had LL Cool J with, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Mama said, "Knock you out." Yeah, which is another kind of. It's less of a hokey song, but mm-hmm. it is kind of hokey. But it is. It's more legit. Mm-hmm. His song, song, yeah, I would agree. It's certainly more legit. But he was able so to excellence. to make a LL was able to make a career, a better career than the three of those people. Well, oh, yeah. certainly. But even after that album, after the Sir Mix a Lot album, uh, Mac Daddy, which was the one that Baby got back on, mm-hmm. the next album he had. Uh, Chief Bootnaka. Bootnaka. It was um, nominated for a Grammy for best rap solo performance. Oh, the song uh, the, "Just the Pimpin' in Me." Hmm. The Grammy award was for "Baby Got Back" too. Is there? Yeah, there is. Sir Mixalot and Lotta are one of our few people who also have a song, good band, bad band style, which is "Mac Daddy the Knife." Oh. Oh, I like this. I like it. I thought you might. <laughs> I thought you might. It is. It's. It's odd that Sir Mix a lot. Like it's not odd because his song "Baby Got Back" is so in the realm of a one-hit wonder. Like you would hear that song, you'd say that guy didn't do anything else. Yeah. Like in the same vein as like MC Hammer. It's this. It's the same setup of like this song just screams to me. This guy has no other ideas other than the fact that "Jump on It" is truly. A cruise ship. Bomb. Oh yeah, but it's just which is so it's just sad because it's not good. No, like the lyrics are not good. It's just a rip off of a surf rock song. 
which the original composition was instrumental and better. It's just a shame. It's just I, a total shame. I like that in Jump On It, he very quietly kind of shits on Ohio because if you think about it, every other city, he's like, St. Louis, what's up? What's up? Chicago, what's up? What's up? But with Ohio, he says Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Columbus, Columbus in together. the same line. He's like, all three of these places are not worthy True. of being like just the one place I mentioned. I have to mention everything in Ohio because none of them stand up to a Chicago or a Well, St. at least Louis. they're in the song. They well, are in the song three so times. Saint, but St. Saint, Saint Louis, he says, what's up, St. Louis? What's up? Then he says, what's up, East Side? What's up? That's true. He does. Then say he says, "St. Louis, jump on it." That is true. So you know he's getting both over there. Yeah, he's. I'd say a point. he's probably one of very few artists that have a number one hit, mm-hmm. number one on the Billboard charts. Indeed, is that song, and literally no other. He is a one-hit wonder, and his one hit is uh, everything. Like uh, the big hit, yeah. yeah. Do you really rare. not have any other like hits? No, he had no, no other top forty hits. Oh, no, wow. other, nothing. Hmm. Which is just a shame that you didn't see a song like what was the what was the one yeah the square dance rap did you listen to that I yeah did. it was definitely better you that think one, so? I thought it was better that than one he didn't ones. even yeah. want some of that stuff on that album he didn't want to rap like he didn't want people to know it was him rapping all these clearly. All these, because he, yeah, he wrapped it and then they sped it up to like yeah that was basically like the hip hop Alvin and the Chipmunks yeah. absolutely <laughs> right. It, uh, yeah, because that was Buttermilk Biscuit and Square Dance Rap are very Buttermilk Biscuit. Should... I like Buttermilk Biscuit. That's yeah. terrible. That's, good. That's horrible. We should play either of those songs just to give a point of what the, the vocals sound like on those songs. Which one would you prefer? Buttermilk Biscuit, I think. You got sure. it. Now I'm your big long dropper, mud duck stopper, Fila on the bottom and Adidas on the topper. Transform scratching, big beat matching. I can tell you didn't tell it by the looks I'm catching. I hate dumb skeezers, MC beater. Pretty great. That gives me some strong uh, your favorite Martian vibes. Oh, no. oh really? Yeah, no. just, just those couple songs in general. He did Posse on Broadway was kind of popular too, but just briefly. I it, read, it and, weirdly, but it's also oh, go ahead. Like none of them, none of those songs when you listen to them have any type of real prominence that would make you think that they would be long lasting. So, I mean, right. my my hoopty maybe would have been, but that was prior to Baby Got Back. So like after Baby Got Back, nothing really. Like jumps up, jumps out at me, jumps on it to me mm-hmm. uh, for his singles after Baby Got Back. The, he's got a, one of his singles was "Sleeping with My Funk," F O N K. Sleep, oh. sleeping with my funk. Sleeping huh. with my funk. And then I don't think that I mean, there's no way that "Jump on It" song would have like been on the charts, right? Like it, it just, it was such a rip off and just like you said, a cruise ship jam. Yeah. I also the the buttermilk biscuit square dance songs that voice that they use uh, if I'm if I may reference to some underground hip hop briefly makes me think of have you guys ever heard of Quasimodo it makes me think of that mm-hmm. in a lot of yeah. ways where you like do the let me, can I very briefly play a little mm-hmm. bit of Quasimodo it makes me think of that same style of like changing the the pitch of your Hip hop style in a way that you wouldn't think that a hip hop song would sound like. He uses that style of like vocals, which is like very Alvin and the Chipmunksy in a weird way. I mean, who else came from Seattle in the 80s? I have like no, no idea. Like no one. Yeah, I have no clue. Like, I don't know where it said that he enjoyed rhyming at a young age. He liked to rhyme. Yeah. And he's so good at it. What else are you going to do? I mean, Seattle has to like him. What are you going to do? Or who else do you got? You got no one else. I don't know. It's it a is, shame. It's, it is interesting, too, that he has somehow, and we'll talk about this via Jared's YouTube playlist, has somehow maintained some relevancy over the last two to three decades. Oh, Yeah. It basically based off of Baby Got Back. When it comes down to it, there's really nothing else that gives him that relevancy. But like, you wouldn't think that in 2010s you would hear somebody not like just sample, but essentially remake the song Baby Got Back via Anaconda from Nicki Minaj. But that's not like the only instance of it. But you wouldn't think that you would see him become kind of relevant again through her making that song. 
I think that it just kind of when when you're an artist like that, you have to you can basically decide whether you want to have credibility outside of one thing. Be like, okay, I'm still making music. I'm still making new music. You guys should like my new music, right? Or just being like, I'm gonna make as much money as possible on this thing I made 20 years ago. He's a damn hustler. He I love it. He did he make. Smart. He continued to make music though. Just no one cared. Correct. No. Well, which is fine. You know, but I mean, he was able to have artistic integrity with making you know continuing to make music and not try and remake baby got back you know like i don't think any of the stuff that i've heard post that song is trying to do that again no but he also knows you know he's he's so sold it very well yes he uh, has as you know i'll show you with a few things later but might as well do it now so well i got you got a couple things on that album chief chief bootnaka mm-hmm. flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, played bass on there. Oh, my. That's really? pretty cool. He's had some odd collabor- collaborations with rock artists. He's been everywhere. Man, yeah, he I love did him. the Iron Man collab. Yeah. That was with Which Metal was Church. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's Isn't crazy. That I know. Isn't that wild? The, the, the song Iron Man he did. On yeah. his debut album, Nonetheless. Yep. Yep. Let's Let's play only the briefest moment of the that album. The album was not called Nonetheless, by the way. A very interesting collaboration for somebody like not like because like in his position he had no clout at all at that no, point. In time. No, not really. He didn't have a baby got back because it was his debut album. And no. it's it's really interesting. Like it's cool that he used an, an actual metal band that wasn't like that popular. You know, I mean, they have a little bit of credibility. Metal, the band Metal oh, Church. I thought the band, you meant the song Iron Man. I was like, no, 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 no. They're kind well, of popular, Jared. <laughs> no, but but still, like, if you're gonna sample um, that song, mm-hmm. you might as well use a backing band right. that has you know credibility. Yeah. It's kind of a little bit like Post Malone having Ozzy on the song. You know, like sure. if he writes a song and like you know it would be really great to have you know. Ozzy Osbourne do the hook and right. instead of sampling an Ozzy hook he's just like let's ask the guy that's I mean that's neat that that they would do it rather than just steal a sample right well he we'll just redo it he, he could have theoretically had any 14 year old well, on the sure, street who yeah, plays guitar could, yeah, do probably. the Iron Man like, in reality riff, yes he could have he went, he was already I mean he but had, only if they know also smoke on the water well, sure which Listen, they do if they know both the if they know both of them then that was me I was that fourteen year old <laughs> you and I would have been like oh please okay anyway <laughs> he had toured prior to that album releasing he already like he had a hit song the Square Dance was a pretty big song and he toured yeah a few cities he made it all the way to New York you know and and Florida on that song and what else he had another song that came out. What in eighty seven? Oh, Posse on Broadway, of course. Yeah, came out prior to that album too. So he had two bigger songs that could have gotten him enough notoriety potentially to have people be like, "Okay, we'll do something with you, maybe." Yeah, you know. Do you think that? Because really, the other songs, other than the fact that he uses a weird voice on like Buttermilk Biscuit and stuff, do you think that had you removed him from Baby Got Back, could he had? a more legitimate career outside of that? Like, would people have looked back and said, look at this, like, hip-hop, like... Icon? Icon. No, no. Or do you think he had to have had that hokey, like, memorable song for people to even remember Sir Mix-a-Lot existed? Because, really, his music wasn't bad, and it made sense for the time. Like I said, it's, like... Because Swass came out in, what, 88? Is what you said? 88. It totally made sense for the time in terms of hip-hop. He self-produced both his debut and his um, second album, Seminar. He was in on the... He had bought into the label that released them. American Mm -hmm. Recordings? No. Oh, uh, Nasty Mix? Nasty Mix. Yeah, he did. But then when you get to the next album, Mac Daddy, that came out in 92, it was produced with Sir Mix-a-Lot and... Rick Rubin. Right, oh, Rick Rubin came was in, on that. That's when he came into. He he produced um, every album for him, or he he produced three albums in a row. He produced Mac Daddy, Chief Bootnaka, and Return of the Bumpasaurus. Huh. 
If only Rick Rubin could come up on every one of our podcasts. That's somehow. when he. That's after signing to Deaf American, who bought the rights to his initial releases. So, but I don't know. I, like his music just is not like, especially if you look at like the fact that that album was released in '88. So his musical style made sense for the time. He could have yeah, been if, viewed it, as somebody who kind of had some kind of credibility. It's not good though. It's not bad. I wouldn't no, say, it's but not it's not great. good. I think he wouldn't have been. I think he would have stayed as like he would have been like a House of Pain or a been gang a, star. I think he would have stayed like a local hero. Like Posse on Broadway yeah. is still popular in Seattle because it's got lots of like name dropping about local places. Yeah, you know. But really, when you listen to like, it's not super great. And all of his early stuff has like the same like every song is just the same flow over a different beat almost. Yeah, you know. So it's not like there's anything really that interesting in it. That that reminds me. Mention Dax the thing that you told me about earlier from the interview you were watching. Crowd. Oh, his uh, influence. Yeah, yeah. He was talking about. I watched an interview with him. He was talking about the influence of his music. He said one of the biggest influences he had was Craftwork. Uh, no, he didn't. He did. I think he's a liar. That was. He said that was the biggest influence to <laughs> he, his music. He sampled them on a few songs on his debut album. If you did look, he? and he sampled Cars by Gary Newman. Oh. And he, the thing is, you know he did it because he produced both albums. So if you look right. at all those samples, you know those are things that he found. Right? Well, yeah, of course. You want it, like that's the difference of when you listen to something like uh, the the song is called "Lucid Dreams" by Juice World, and he samples "Shape of My Heart" by Sting, a 1993 song. Huh. But it was produced by like three five people five different people one of those five people came one up. of yeah, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't the artist you know like no. that person didn't have that and that that's been probably a, a reoccurring theme in like hip-hop here over right. the last several years where they use a sample that everybody knows but that artist didn't find that sample it was the producer that found that well sample. it's whoever wrote the song i guess may i mention something relevant yeah. do you think that eminem was the one who chose to use a simon and garfunkel sample for darkness I don't know. No, I'd have to look either. and see if he self-produced. I mean, it, I, I've got a question like that too. I mean, Kanye uses a lot of samples, interesting yeah. samples, and very well. Yeah, Ray Charles, for right. instance. And but he's, you know, you think that not that he's not choosing. The, you know, he's. I think he you is. can tell by the artist who's, you know, if they are or Cause, not. Because he was those. a producer before Kanye produced right. albums, and he, no, like he wanted well, to be sure. a rapper, but it just never it didn't happen for him. And then he finally put out his first album, right. And then it, it caught on based on, you know, he, and he was reputable as a producer. So, right. you know, enough people probably were in the studio with him that had clout within that game. And then they were like, okay, you should rap too. Yeah. yeah. You know? But all that proves is that all you need is familiarity. Like you don't need, what do you need to be able to choose your own samples and build a song around it? You just need a familiarity right. with some different music, you know? So... I don't know how. I mean, what credit do you have there? I mean, that's a, a good idea for his back. Like that's the background of some of the songs, I guess, where ideas would come from. But I don't know. I think this is a good time to go through the uh, our segment called "Baby Got Back" over and over and over again. <laughs> I don't know how else to name it but that. All right, it's Sir Mix-a-Lot Jamster Ringtone ad. You guys remember that? I do. That's that's my biggest. I don't know. It's my biggest memory of Sir Mix-a-Lot, in fact. Sir Mix-a-Lot is back. Get this cool ringtone as part of the weekly jam plan on your cell now. Pick up the phone, cause you want this call and you cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. When a girl calls in with a custom tone and is ringing on your phone. Type Mix 13 for the mono. Type Mix 14 for the poly. Or type Mix 15 for the real music sound to 355-55. And we'll send it straight to your cell. For more information, go to jamster.com. This week's episode is brought to you by... Uh... Nokia. <laughs> Jamster, no longer in business. Can someone try to text that? See what happens. There's no way it would work. All right, you try and get a, a ringtone sent to our phone Give at this point in time. Give it to me. What is it? Three five 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 five. Wasn't it? I thought it was just two fives. I mean, you have to five, text. Five, uh, five. Was it mix fifteen or something? I don't know. Oh, it is three five 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 five. But he's got to text something. You got to text too. mix five mix five. thirteen, fourteen, or fifteen. Well, I don't know. I don't remember what the difference. Well, is. It's I would been so I long. would personally recommend fifteen because that's the real music. No, I go fourteen. Fourteen. You want the polyphonic? Oh yeah. For the ringtone, I like their spree. Well, uh, yeah, we'll try mix fourteen. This will be the first time they get a text message oh. in like. Oh, error invalid number. Oh, oh no. man, number. You did three five 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 five. Come on, three five 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 five. Dang it. Where you at, do you remember those commercials? I do. I do, yeah. I, I do now. Horribly terrible, but 
There are yeah. all kinds of them. Oh, I know. They're great. I know. All right. Where should we start in this long <laughs> trek? This is a Burger King commercial. It's a Burger King commercial. It's a Burger King commercial. It's a great introduction. Jared, can you explain what visually just happened? There was a bunch of girls twerking uh, with square butts. <laughs> Bur- the Burger paint. King king was rapping, uh, but you couldn't tell because his his mouth was. He was more just nodding right. and moving his hands. Yes, doing some dance moves. And then at the end of it, the, he did do the splits. At the end of it, uh, Sir Mixlot is sitting on a couch with two women, and he says, "Booty is booty." And then that, uh, and then they advertise the ninety nine cent kids meal. Yeah. If you, the message that was point. was really missed here is that is the booty is booty. Okay, he's accepting of all peoples. Of course. And that's what there is to learn from Sir Mixon. It's beautiful. When he later on sells out to Burger King. <laughs> he also, uh, there is a, a longer commercial that I don't two know. Two and a half minutes? It's two and a half minutes. Where, Where do they put it? Why did they do this? Where do they put it? They didn't put it on it's TV. A Burger, a Burger, a Burger King? Yeah, two and a half minute same, Burger King commercial? The same one. It's basically like they the record it in song? A, an entire music video. Yeah. Terrible. And then Terrible. they cut it into a, a 30 second. You know the part ad. in the music video where he's sitting between those two big butt cheek shapes uh-huh. I should have just done that with squares the king could have been in there uh, it is it, does Spongebob have square butt cheeks absolutely right uh, actually if you watch Spongebob he does have regular butt cheeks I know I know it is a little bit of a vulgar song for a kid's meal it's an odd choice in general to have Burger King Spongebob and Sir Mix-a-Lot all collaborate together in one moment look they covered all the girls butts with boxes pal it's fine that's a great point Anyways, let's move on to the next one. We have uh, Tom Goes to the Mayor. Good one. Who you may not remember, but it, may be more familiar with it's, Tim and Eric. It's pre, awesome show. Pre great Tim job. and Eric. Pre awesome Tim show, and Eric. Great job. I used to watch this show regularly. Oh, it's a great show. There's a, there's a wonderful episode about Pipe Club. Right after you. Pipe Camp. Pipe Camp. That's all. That's all That's to you. All a great to episode. It's <laughs> a big one, baby. Come on. Check my big Double up, heavyweight size. Fill them up and guzzle till you're satisfied. Big and wide, 10 feet high. 1.8 and I'm feeling right. Yeah, we stack them up high. Take them on a drive. Put them in a belt hole in one plus five. Damn, that's big. I love my big cups. Big cups. I wanted to hear that old woman say it. <laughs> Understandably. That one's uh, not quite, not quite. Baby got back, but it's close no, it's enough not to baby. Be. I don't even think it's just a song. It's not what? It's not baby got back. It's just a song, right? He says, yeah. "I like big cups, big cups," oh, which has big it's, cups. it's it's almost a, as if he is referencing. Yeah, the but song. the flow wasn't the same. That's because they didn't want to have to pay for it. They brought Sir Mixalot, and they didn't yeah, he care about it. the he money. He did it on. He did. It. He was on our next two. You can see he likes the Adult Swim. He thinks it's funny. He swas, bud, swas. Well, not adult this one. Swim. Go ahead, this do, one do, 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 the okay, do the adult swim one. Okay, do the adult swim one first. So, yeah. this is from Robot Chicken. This table's long, but it should be round. King Arthur can't hear a sound. When a knight tries to talk, that brother's gotta walk about half a freaking block to be heard. Can't hear a word, cause this table is so absurd. Us knights got much to discuss, cause this table's ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Barry Deer can't hear. Yo, can you pass me some beer? It's 20 feet by 80. Can't even flirt with ladies. Better have long arms when you're having a meal if you trying to cop a feel. We need a new That's better than the original. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. The concept of this, of course, being that the round table is actually, which may I say, was actually square, but it should be round. This was an argument. This is Sir Mix-a-Lot provided the argument for the round table. Had it been anybody, it should have been him. Right. It's just like Obama or Trump's speechwriter. Right. Except he comes in and does it. Always See? behind the scenes. We think... We think that it's it's the the leader of the nation, but it's actually Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sir He's Mix-a-Lot. brought a lot of important. Our taxes would not have been cut had it not been for right. Sir Mix-a-Lot singing a song about Baby Got Back to a lot of politicians. Yeah. All right. This next song, uh, Caleb and I were shown this when we were young children. Yes. At a youth group. 
Yes. So here you go. Wow. Oh, God. So, righteous. I like big bubbles and I cannot lie. You Christian brothers can't deny that when a girl walks in with a KJV and a bookmark in Proverbs, you get stoked. Got a name engraved so you know this girl is saved. It looks like one of those large ones with plenty of space in the margins. Oh, baby, I want to read with you because your Bible's got pictures. My minister tried to console me, but that book you got makes me so holy. Ooh, mama, me. Oh, my. How on earth could a youth group decide... You know what? If we're going to keep this righteous and holy and what haves you, let's use a Sir Mix a lot. True. That was anything that was a... I know about Jesus people, they love rapping for yeah. Jesus. <laughs> True that. That's a Bible nerd there, too. Are you trying to say that Jesus is my. Oh, what's the word? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so that was a guy geez. named Dan Smith. His website is whiteboydj.com and still active. Still active, everybody. Man, After all great... these years, more than a decade, White Boy DJ is well, still. He and held Pastor by Brad come together to do an Iron Man thing. As they should. Oh, oh, that video was uploaded 12 years ago, 2007. I don't know if it's actually. I didn't even know YouTube existed 12 years ago. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I did. 2006. Oh, baby. But that wasn't the original. I wonder what if his original is on here. Hold on a second. Maybe it's old. He knows the KJV. He's only got 440 subs. That's not very many. Bump those numbers up, all of our loyal listeners. Listen, loyal listeners, Dan Smith has been making some sick tunes to the beat of Sir Mix-a-Lot for 12 years. Give him some love. Exclusively Sir Mix-a-Lot, too. It's impressive. Let him do it. (laughs) Saving up for that new karaoke machine. Do we want to do the Joe Nichols thing? Do you want to do that one? Uh, you can just mention it. Okay, so country artist Joe Nichols, known for the song uh, Tequila Makes Her Clothes Fall Off. Mm-hmm. Very as popular, it does. As it does. He did a cover of Baby Got Back, and Mr. Sir Mix-A-Lot is in the music video. Is he's, sta- he's sitting in a uh, basically empty... An in- empty auditorium. Yes, and he's judging, judging uh, other covers of Baby Got Back. One is a metal cover. One's right. an opera cover. There's right. a, a, a I can't remember the other. A, and like accordion. Folk, accordion. Yeah, that's one. But then Joe Nichols goes up there and he loves it. Is impressed. He gives him a standing ovation and he changes his hat. He does change Whoa. his hat. He changes his hat. That that classic black hat that we're all we're all familiar with for Sir Mix a Lot is changed to a country hat. Oh boy, Cowboy hat. Shocking. Is it any good? Yeehaw. That? Yeah, it's, it's pretty the, good. It's not the, great actually because they don't even use the whole song. They actually mostly just use the chorus at a slower rate. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, the for instance, Jared, you the, get sprung. The is that really? Yeah. Uh, the version that you put in the playlist by Throwdown. Yes, yeah, good. Bad. You don't like that oh, one? It's so bad. Oh let's, man, let's I've played only one. the briefest moment of that. I've one. I've known that song a long time. It's, it's just no. A nice mix between metalcore and new metal, you know, just a rich, a rich sound. Whatever, pretty good. Whatever. Also, very good we'll cover. To... Uh, John Jonathan Colton, who did the theme song from uh, Portal. Yep, and Don't also he... did the the zombie song yep. from uh, Left 4 Dead Two. Mm. He did. Yeah, oh. I believe that song was on Left 4 Dead Two. Cool. Or maybe he's it, done a lot of stuff. Maybe it was just a zombie related song. I know he has a zom- zombie related song. I, I thought it was on with the their Leopard tanks and their bombs and their guns and their bombs. Yes. In your head. In your oh, head. not that zombie track. Not that zombie track. <laughs> it took that long head. for you to figure out what it was. Zombie. <laughs> many, many good covers. Is, is anyway. really There's also a remix by the band Pussifer. Yes, the Sir Mix a Lot remix. It it doesn't sound anything like like I it, you can't tell that he did it. No. So it's not worth playing, but no. it is an interesting thing that the lead singer of Tool had anything to do with Sir Mix a Lot. Along with the collaborations that we have also came upon, which is the one with Mud Honey. Yeah, how interesting is that? What do you think about that? It was not particularly great. 
You hate everything. Look, <laughs> I like mud honey. You know I like mud honey. I do. That's oh, why we would man. expect that a mud honey Sir Mix Lot cover. No. Like, like just that collaboration would just wet I your tell whistle. you, here's how I felt about it. I was glad to see that it was a it was for a soundtrack, and that was it. That's how I felt about it. I go, there's what is this? And I looked it up, and it's for a soundtrack. And go, well, it's excusable. What I soundtrack guess. is it? Oh, uh, I don't remember now. Uh, Judgment Night, Judgment music Night. from the motion picture. Oh, 90, how could I 93, forget? something like that. It was the year 1993. Yeah. Imagine how much money Sir Mix-a-Lot has by now. From I'm sorry. Hold on. Let's slow down here. This is not the only collaboration between a rock group and a hip-hop artist on this album. We also have Living Color and Run DMC. Slayer and Ice T. Oh yeah, the whole album. The whole, Sonic the whole thing. Youth and Cypress Hill. Mm-hmm. Dinosaur Junior and Del the Funky Homo Sapien. I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? That sounds pretty great. What is, is pretty... going on here? We do a whole podcast sound... about that. Like that Ice T. Glad he's on there. Cypress Hill and Pearl Jam. <laughs> what is this? Is ri- this is ridiculous? This is great. Judgment Night, great soundtrack. Haven't heard a lick of it other than that one song. It's a great soundtrack. I just know it. Five stars. Maybe I'll give her another try. How's that? Sound? I just might. I Look, just I'll listen to I'll listen to Dinosaur Junior. And, and, and Del the, the Funky, Funky Homo, Homo Sapien. Sapien. I'll definitely listen to that. Okay, so I have one more thing that I've discovered, and it's one of the best things. Uh play this uh the second track on there on the YouTube thing by the band Subset. Y'all didn't know rats could surf. <laughs> Here we go, rolling to a town that we don't know. Sitting hella low, GS4 double O, scooting up the 101. California sun, big mix, can't get nothing done. Pushing about two five, coming up the hard rock. Y'all know mix, I was ready to knock. Seen a sister named Carla. Baby, what you doing in Santa Barbara? Five, six, with a blind... You see who that is? That is That's the presidents, man. Presidents of the United States of America. I would never have gotten it. And Sir That's Mix-a-Lot had a a supergroup, if you will, a collaboration. What an insane thing. Wow. Truly. And they actually they never made an album together, but they did have shows and it's you can li- hear some live recordings. I don't know if there's any video, but we I was able to find a few live recording things um on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm sure there's some bootlegs and such. How that didn't is. make it to the Judgment Night soundtrack, I just don't it know. It should. The, how the precedents aren't on every sound. Known for their song uh, Peaches and Lump. Yes. Two of their, yep. their most popular songs. And they're two they, separate they did songs, a, they not did, the song Peaches right. and Lump, which is, of course, a different track. A cover of radio, uh, <laughs> TV Killed the Radio Star. Yeah, they did. And they did... TV killed the radio star? Yeah, they did a cover of it. Video, video killed, killed the radio video. star. Video, yeah, video. <laughs> so that's why I tried to say something I couldn't do. It. Video killed the radio star. I covered They did that. And they had a song called Tiki Guy. And they had a song called Back Porch, quite a popular one. Back Porch, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so. They're good. I like them. You I know, think that that's about it. In the wildest world more. ever, we have spent 45 minutes on Sir Mix a lot. No, really? Yes. We have oh spent my gosh. 45 minutes on Sir Mix a lot. All right, let's end this shit. Dear go. Let's, pl- let's, let's, wrap, let's get through this lot of linear bullshit. Let Here me get through. One, Come on. I have a couple of things. One, there's a Cards Against Humanity Hold- ass pack. Oh, yeah, that's right. Go ahead. <laughs> Listen here, we can't we can't just gloss over you're this. You're right, you're right. He was also on an episode of BoJack Horseman, but he is a part of the ASPAC ambassador for Cards Against Humanity. Indeed he is. Wow. Beautiful. Wow. All right. Oh, show us the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For we must find... How good, because that, that plays right into the one and only thing I have to say about it. All right, go okay. ahead. The Doors did a cover of that. They did. So did Alabama David Bowie. Song. There you go. The Doors cover is how I found anything to do with her, really. Really? Yeah, I was listening to that, and I was like, you know what? I like this song. And I looked it up and realized it was a cover, and I fell down. Yep. From It's from a musical, even. It so. is. Which is unsurprising. Right. Because all of her, all of Lotalinia's music is from musicals. Yeah. She is an actor, primarily. Was, well, he was yes. Well, uh, is she an actor slash actress, or is she a uh, chanteuse or a disuse? Because that's how she's listed on Wikipedia. Well, she's just Austrian, so. And by chanteuse, what I mean is a female singer, especially a nightclub, bar, cabaret, or diner. Yeah, she does do, do cabaret style songs or. 
a Diceus, which is a uh, storyteller, dramatic singer, or dramatic talker. She, that's how she's labeled. She's that's her, interesting. That's well, her genre. She had a spoken word thing. That's one of the things you put in the list. Right. It was a 35-minute spoken word, and I was like, <laughs> we got to switch this out. Terrible. You know, Terrible. Did you listen to it? No, of course not. Well, why, you didn't listen to why, any of why this? would I listen to that? He probably didn't. I did listen to it. I listened to everything on the playlist. I even talked about the stuff at the end that I you know, added. I know. Rude, I'm being rude. Rude boy. Rude boy. So Lotta Lenny is really... And not the ska version. So really Lotta Lenny is more prominently known, I would say, as an actress than a musician. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, most definitely. And so really a lot of her music that you're hearing from her top five songs is very cinematic. It's not really like... It sounds like it's from a play. It sounds it like it's well, from it, a exactly. play. It all yeah. is pretty much, right. And so like you get that vibe. It doesn't sound like just listening to regular music. It sounds like you're listening to very old like plays. Yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah. So like musicals. So if reason... you like if you like old musicals, a lot of Lenny's in your style, I guess. I guess. So the reason a lot of that music happened in the first place. So she was a, a like at first a dancer and an actress. Right. So she did that thing. Then she married Kurt Vile. Yes, not uh, the one that you might yeah. be familiar from no, the, the one that the last know. decade. She no. married the one you know him. Collaborated you love with him. Courtney Barnett. Sounds Kurt, uh, not previously right. from not the him. previously Definitely from the him. War on Drugs. <laughs> that's him. the one. That's the one. He was in the War on Drugs. He was. That's oh, sad. I don't like him as much anymore. What? <laughs> War on Drugs are just so boring. Fuck you. Let's move on from this. This yes, is not necessary. Ahead. So Kurt Vile, songwriter, uh, worked with different uh, playwrights. To, to make musicals, operas, and things. So she did that for a while. Was he German? Uh, I think so. It's file. File? Yeah. It's pronounced vile. So wherever that's it's from. It's not. V's are pronounced as F's in German. It's a W. Ah. Yeah. When he actually, he, he Americanized it when he moved to America, like during the whole Nazi thing. Call back to the swass. Of course. Bringing it back. She I had a plan did. for it. Look at that. So uh, he Americanized she it. He did became wild. Germany. She Not did. because she's leave. Jewish, she but because things Germany. were getting a little rough. A little dicey. Well, she would have been 50, almost 50 years old. They left before that happened. They they left in the 20s or 30s, I think. Oh. But yeah, she didn't really want to be a singer. But after Kurt Vile died, they made her like perform a lot of his stuff. That's lame. Yeah, so a lot of the recordings of his stuff are sung by her. I mean, she did act in some of the plays, but she was primarily an actress. That's like where she was coming from. She was in a James Bond film. She was. Which from one? Russia with Love. Oh, boy. She was, uh, no, what's her name with the knife thing? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Ooh, Rosa Klebb. Yeah. For, for, all those, for all those, you know, James Bond fanatics out there who are listening yeah. to our podcast, guess what? <laughs> we're covering James Bond Listen on up. this episode. You think you, we're not manly enough for you anymore? Listen now. He kills people and he sleeps with a different woman every movie. Well, she slept with a different man every hour of every day, apparently. Oh, boy. Yeah, she was very, she was known for that, I Pr- guess. That was a big thing. Very. Found a way around. That's a, that's, that's a, a pussycat doll. Yes, it, it is. is. Well, it is I a, said it. it is. See, this is very cohesive. I love this. <laughs> you guys were worried. I'm not concerned. Man, I'm comfortable with what we've done. Also, um, given the fact that we are talking about Lotta Linney, it's also worth talking about the the Kurt Vile Lotta Linney competition mm-hmm. that exists. Briefly, we mentioned it, but we should get into some more detail. Now I will say, and I know that you're all disappointed, but the deadline was Monday. No, it wasn't. It was. Why wouldn't someone tell us that? Right, you boy with the beard and the glasses (laughs) and the knowing things about this. You would think that we would have all submitted something to, you know, participate within this competition. We wouldn't have to talk for forty five minutes about Sir Mixlot if we had submitted something. (laughs) Here's a good time to tell you I submitted something and I'm in. (gasps) Dax, I'm so excited. What song did you do? He's a liar. I, I sang uh, uh, Baby Got Back. Oh, of course <laughs> if you <only>. did. <laughs> of course you did. That what, makes sense. What were the rules? The rules are you have to, and this is, okay, let, this actually, I'm going to pull these up because they're very confusing in a lot of ways. Um, a lot of ways. A lot of, a lot of, 
So this is through the Kurt Vile Corporation. Okay, if you would like to be included, you have to do a contrasting selection, total duration not to exceed 15 minutes, uh, a theatrical selection, any genre by Kurt Vile, of course, a song from any musical written before 1968, everything yeah. seems to be making sense so far, yeah. a song from a musical written in or after 1968, why did they feel like they needed to clarify those two things? I don't know. So I have questions. Does so that mean you three, any musical? Is, is it what three saying. things you have to submit? One from each category. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like you got to do many things. Oh, not just one thing. Yeah, four contrasting selections, four songs. You thought it was all supposed <laughs> to be the? It was one thing that it is. Yeah, I thought it was just you had to pick one of the four. <laughs> no, things. you gotta have four contrasting have have four. selections, wow, but they can't be more songs. than fifteen minutes long. And these are the all requirements. Four songs. All four of them. All four of them. It's a you're creating a medley, and also a selection from an opera or operata. And you thought we couldn't? Five songs? Why didn't someone say something? I only something? said four things. I, I wish we could have. We could have definitely done something. What would we have picked from an opera? Who cares? We smash things together all the time. It's what this is. You know that one the Gallagher's a podcast. Was, if uh... we listen to enough polkas by Weird Al, we can do this. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's a great point. But also, what is important that I should mention is that this means we have one full year to prepare for the oh, 2021 yeah, competition. We better start now. We better start. 2021 competition. We need to select a song from Kurt Vile, a musical written before 1968, a musical written in or after 1968, and an opera or operata. Yeah. We've got it. We're done. We've got it. Suggest Open to suggestions, listeners. Yes, listeners, please let us know what songs from those four selections, especially Kurt Vile, because we know you're very familiar with his music. Yeah. I want to choose Carmen for the opera. I have a question. If we were to do a song from Kurt Vile, the modern musician who collaborated with Courtney Ooh. Barnett, would they let it slide? That would be it's, cool. No. No? We should it's do not it. theatrical music. No. I know. That's my point. But it doesn't maybe they let it slide. No. La Delinia was nominated for an Academy Award. True. For her role as a jaded aristocrat in the Roman Spring of Mrs. Stone in 1961. Mm-hmm. Nice. So people know her for acting and her music. That was 20 years prior to her death. That is true. That she is did true. die in 81. Hmm. To the T. She has been dead for a very long time. Yeah, she was dead 10 years before I was born. That's true. But I wasn't born in 91. Don't look me up, weirdos. Weirdos. Get out. Get out that movie. Um, the other thing uh, that anybody would know about Kurt Vile is that he wrote the song Mac the Knife. True story. Popular song, known probably the most by Bobby Deere. Yeah, I was about to say But that. there is a version uh, by Louis Armstrong that's very good, too. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of linea in it. That's what I was just getting ready to say. Wow, you <laughs> totally <laughs> ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> I like Bobby Darren. He's great. He so does in, my favorite version of that one song that I made y'all listen to when we did Jackson C. Frank. Okay. Yeah. If I were a carpenter, it's Are we going to play Bobby the, the Louis Armstrong Mac the Knife? Well, let me song. let me read the lyrics. It's it's towards Please the do. end. But uh so in the at towards the end of the song, the last refrain if you will, uh, he says, now, uh, Jenny Diver, Suki Tawdry, oh, Miss Ladalinia and old Lucy Brown. All of those people, those names, were characters in the uh, opera or the play or whatever. It, would, or it was a play. The Three Penny Opera, uh, who were derived from John Gay's 1728 play, The Beggar's Opera. And Louis, uh, Lotta Linya was in that play. So they had characters from it and then the, the actress. She played Jenny, I think. How, what is the... Uh... The living standing of those four actresses. They're, they're dead. Three of them were characters. One was an actress. That's what I just said. Let's play Mac the Knife, huh? Did our boy do something rash? Suki Tawdry, Jenny Diver, Lottie Lanyard, Sweet Lucy Brown. Oh, the lines on. I believe that that portion of the song was actually improvised with her in the studio, if I remember correctly. Mm. 
Is this the version version that uh, she was on? No. There's a no. duet version no. uh, with him as well. Oh, is there? Yeah. Huh, it's very fun. good. He yeah. would say it was good. It's in my playlist. Keeps... Whole Lottie li- whole, whole Lottie Love. Terrible. It's great. You're terrible. Everything you can to save face. Everything. Do we have anything else to say about Lottie Love? I don't think so. I think that covers it. Yeah, I'm good. If good band, bad band members... Jared, Dax, Caleb, and Tyler are not submitting to the Kurt Vile Foundation for the Lotta Linea competition next year. What are we doing? We're, then we're dead. We're dead. We're done. We can't. We we have to do it. Listen here. If I'm this alive, there will com- be a video. If, a commitment. If the Kurt Vile, whatever the, this association, if they don't hear from us, mm-hmm. then send someone to make sure I'm not dead. Check. You have Send a whole yeah. You have a year to figure out. Where it could be any time within there, but it's the only way people will know. What were you saying about Sir Mix a Lot versus a lot of Linia? I was thinking I was saying that Sir Mix a Lot's better. Your choice was dumb. <laughs> Jared, Sir Mix a Lot is the good band. Lottie Linia. I will say that if this were a competition of musicians in terms of plays and operas and so on and so forth. Lotta Linia would be the winner. But this is indeed a music podcast, and I will therefore have to vote for Sir Mix-a-Lot. Oh, boy. I'm I'm surprised, I will say, that Sir Mix-a-Lot did not get a resounding unanimous vote. You're surprised? When last, you are surprised? When that last he... week that Alan Jackson did. Well, who, you can't choose Gigi Allen, even if you want to. <laughs> I wanted to, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> so, yeah. That's uh, that's it. All right. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Vote for who you think is the good band. And check out our Patreon account. Next week we're doing Bad, Bad, Not Good Charlotte. Goodbye. My posse's on Broadway. Me and kids in station at home away from home in the Black Ben's limo with the cellula. Hey, Poland, what's up? What's up? What's up? Conquer it and conquer it. And yeah, you get it. Baby's got yeah. gas. Cut that. Ooh. Cut that. Don't look at me. I'm not. It's not good. Not great. Anyways, going on for oh swaths. Oh, my. Not great.